Welcome to Webcology. Webcology is the show that takes you into the deepest and darkest ends of the ecosystem on the internet. Our guides will take you on a journey into web marketing and bring you the experts and the information so that you can further explore the web marketing world. Now, here are the hosts of Webcology, Jim Hedger and Dave Davies. Hey everyone, welcome to Webcology on WMR.FM. It's the uh, 11th of November, 2021, uh, Veterans Day in the United States and uh, Remembrance Day in Canada and the, uh, the British Commonwealth. On behalf of uh, WMR Cannabis Radio and the WMR.FM uh, network of stations to anybody who's a veteran, thank you so much for your service. Um, and to uh, people who experienced and uh, lived in, fought in, and lived through war, um, the absolute horror of that experience, um, that's, that's what we think of today and try to remember in the hopes that uh, we're smart enough to never let it happen again. <laughs> Friends, welcome to Webcology on WMR.FM. It's <coughs> kind, of a, kind of a hard day today. Earlier this week, excuse me. Earlier this week, the SEO community learned about the uh, the death of a beloved figure in the community, John Carcutt. Um, John was one of the OG legends of the SEO world, co-host of SEO 101 and Webmaster Radio for twelve years. John made an enormous contribution to the to a field that fascinated him. You know, the most important thing to tell you about John Haircut is that John was beloved by many. And I'm not just saying that. John was one of the first real world, real world friends I made in the SEO industry. I have this uh, this story of the time that we first met. It was at a, at a SES uh, San Jose in 2005 or something. And we got really drunk and went shopping for pants for, for, for John, who needed them for the presentation he was making. It was the first time either he or I had uh, spoken at a, a search engine strategy show and to speak at the uh, San Jose show was, was, was an important, important step in both of our careers. We were like, we were friends ever since. To, uh, to say John was an original would put the start of SEO back at, I don't know, somewhere around 1995. He was one of the pioneers of the industry, working websites back in the mid-90s on Netscape and IE versions 1. whatever. He knew the first alphabet of search from AltaVista to Excite to Yahoo. He was around when Google lifted the concept of PPC from Overture. He wrote about Florida, from Florida, in 2003. And he was helping to organize countless local meetups long before meetups were really a thing. In the early days, he wrote for everyone, including iMedia, Search Engine Journal, Search Engine Watch, Web Pro News, and Search Engine Land. We even published his writing in Site Pro News a couple times in uh, 2006, 2007. He started co-hosting SEO 101 in 2009. He spot he shared, a spot he shared with Ross Dunn and Scott Van Ack until, well, until quite recently. John, uh, he held a number of corporate executive posts and throughout his career, he was head of search for the company that owned the publishing empire, Condé Nast. Most recently, most recently, he was director of SEO at Advanced Local. He worked as vice president of strategy for Reflexive Media, was the founder of several of his own companies and worked for a number of other companies uh, in the, the, the 26 years he worked in search. 
there are dozens of other SEOs whose careers were either started by or heavily influenced by John. And the threads about his passing, there's multiple threads out there about his passing. Many others who were, uh, who were also really well known in the industry who've made their mark, wrote about how John mentored them or had gathered and, and, and hired the entire team that they work with. John had a really happy family life. He was married for 28 years to Ann Taylor and Taylor Carcutt. They have two sons, Jordan and Andrew. The, uh, his death was a surprise. He was, um, he was young still, he was just in his late fifties. And uh, it's left his family financially um, uncertain. A GoFundMe campaign has been set up to help his family and we're asking people please donate to it. Um, the Again, the hours and hours John put into improving this industry are, are, are countless. Um, you can find the GoFundMe page pretty much anywhere. If you go to a uh, uh, Google and type in John Carcutt GoFundMe, it, it, it comes up pretty quickly. You can find it on Facebook or uh, you can go to GoFundMe, um, help John's family after his sudden passing. It was a uh, campaign that was started by his um, SEO 101 co-host and, and dear friend Ross Dunn. Um, I don't know what else to say. John was is going to be missed in, in profound ways. It's 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 hard to believe he's even gone. He was a drummer. He loved Rush a lot more than the next guy. He had a healthy relationship with football. He never got over his love for Ohio State. And uh, again, in the world of SEOs, he was one of the pioneers. He was a mensch, and he will be missed. Yeah, that's to say the least. Yeah. Yeah. We're um we're trying to get a special together about John, his life and his contributions to 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 um SEO here here at WMR. He was um again one of our longest serving show hosts, a uh an integral part of the family. And um just you know, the kind of spirit you can't um yeah, the kind of spirit that comes around once a lifetime. And uh Again, rest in peace, John. You were a uh, tremendous guy. Indeed. Okay, we got to move forward. Um, that's the... Oh, well, the one last thing about John, a memorial service is being held tomorrow in Ohio. I don't know if there's a virtual service or not. I'm still trying to find out. Um, check Twitter and Facebook for more information, and it'll be posted um, by myself and a number of others. Mm -hmm. And anyone who's who's listening to the show live has has also seen the OG world of the the OG SEO world in mourning this week. It's not a a pretty sight, but um, I think it, it it does show how tight the community is. That uh, you know, when 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 someone like John passes, everyone just I mean, I was useless Monday. Yeah, yeah, I think most people were. Okay. So rolling along, um, the uh, November spam update is, uh, well, apparently it's fully rolled out, but I don't think it's fully rolled out yet because I think they got some splated to do. They uh, The spam update might have been a little less well-adjusted than the Google might have wanted it to be. <laughs> and they kind of freaked out on a bunch of sites that weren't apparently spammy. 
Yes, I mean, this has to happen. It's just like steering a sailboat, eh? You steer a little bit too much, the boat goes off course, you got to counter steer, and then you found you counter steered way too much. And you gotta, it, it, it gets maddening. I think that's where Google's at right now. Yeah. And I mean, one of the, like, I, I understand that it, it sucks to get penalized right like we we all know we all know that one there's there's no like even if you never have been it doesn't take much to imagine um and then to be incorrectly penalized that that's got to be even worse however if there's going to be a silver lining for for folks who might have been caught into that net just think positive this could have been penguin circa like whatever 2016 17 whenever the last time they went and we're going to wait a year and a half to update this and you can't get out until we do i have a feeling the response to this one will be a lot faster. so it's so it kind of like i'm sorry you fell down the stairs but you know a couple of years ago it was only, it was only 12 stairs a couple of years ago it could have been 30 yeah exactly yeah. And, and then we would have like held you down for a year and a half when you were at the bottom yeah yeah and uh, i told you it was going to be okay yeah. <laughs> oh, well, telling you everything was going to be okay. Yeah. Um, indeed. Well, you know, I have nothing to tell you about what to do if you got caught in the spam update. Um, keep on keeping on. Don't do the wrong things. Don't try to build your to link build your way out of this. That's probably not the right <laughs> right reaction. <laughs> in fact, Google came right out today, or not today. I'm sorry. It was a couple of days ago. John Mueller came right out and said, "Do not link build." You should not be. You should not be uh, getting links for your own site. I think is how he phrased it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, don't put rebar in your concrete when you're building either. Eh? Bad I, idea. I, 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 I know the, the thing. Like it's such a such a funny one, right? And, and we've been having this debate since I don't know, like probably before Matt cuts, but I know he was talking about it, right? Like any built link is like, well, okay. He'd like ride that line a little bit, but that was, that was an earlier day, but um, you know, what I, I, I don't understand what they're thinking that you need to do. Like just magically links should, should just happen. Um, and, and to brand new sites, like you, you, you could have a brand new site with no links, no authority, no rankings, and and magically links will just will just grow. It's just if it works for Kevin Costner, man, it works for uh, <laughs> everybody. Really, just build it, and they will come. Yeah, I mean, it, clearly, it's it's not actually the 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 strategy. I think, like as as a functional SEO, I do get that anytime you would go into link building, yes, you're going to be talking a bit of gray, right? Like varying degrees of gray. I mean, you can head straight into black if you want, but I mean, any kind, I understand that we're going to be like somewhere in a gray zone because technically it's, it's going to be a violation. I I think if you said, if, if you, if you went back into the old Mac cuts days where it was like, don't build a link just to influence Google's rankings. Right, like if that's the only reason you're doing something, chances are, like, basically, was the message he he would pass out. Then I think if you followed that now, you'd probably be okay. If you're building a link and going, hey, you know what, I might actually get some traffic from that, and it would be targeted traffic, then there's also another purpose, and you could justify. It. <laughs> I think you'd have your plausible deniability, even if the 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 cost benefit analysis wouldn't quite be there for for the link it, itself. But that's just my opinion. I get why John needs to say that he's probably telling the like party line but I, i'm sure in the back of his head he goes "Ooh, yeah if you were a new site you would never appear anywhere ever without some other kind of like just astronomical like stroke of luck that <laughs> just happened to hit you 
Yeah. Um, this is this is how to say this. I wish Google was able to plainly say, "Don't build links with the purpose of manipulating us." But we understand that you need to, as you were saying, Dave. Um, if you can drive targeted traffic from um, your buddies, say, 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 you you sell um, auto detailing, and your friend has a um, a car lot, a used car lot. Why shouldn't you have a link from the used your friend's used car lot to the service that you have that could easily complement their service? Mm-hmm. It, and it's, it's a relevant link. It just makes sense. Um, and I think Google actually expects you to do that. Well, like they, they really do, because how else do links get built? And, hey, but, hey, hey, Dave, <laughs> give me a link, would you? How else and, do they get built? And, and well, that's it. You, you have to. And like when I look at, and I, I actually just had one this morning. Somebody like, you know, we, we'd like to get a quote from you on on you know, this topic, this sort of subset of SEO, um, you know, w- w- would you, would you provide that? Yes. I look and I look at the site and go, will I get traffic from that? Who's, who's going to be the target audience, but you have to know in the back of every webmaster's brain, who's aware of SEO or, or site owner's brain, they're going to go, okay, one of the cost benefits when I'm deciding whether it's going to be worth taking the time to answer these questions is Am I going to get a link? And if I do, how valuable will that be on top of any traffic that I have? It is one of the calculations because you have to look at, at, at the, sort of the full scope. Would I chase after it just for SEO? No, that's sort of when you get into, into trouble for, for sure. Um, but I, I mean, I, I, it's just not realistic, I think, is, is sort of the, the scope of it. And until Google goes, links don't matter anymore, um, then... One more point I'd like to make on this, and this is definitely flogging a uh, a dead pony. It's not even big enough to be a horse, but it's a dead pony. Um, or maybe a dead mule. <laughs> um. Are you looking for the best in WordPress speed, security, and scalability? WP Engine is a digital experience platform for WordPress, powering digital experiences for large brands around the world. With easy-to-use site management tools and powerful do-it-your-way development features, WP Engine gives you the flexibility to build it your way. Improve your SEO and conversion rates with a faster site on WP Engine. Learn more on WPEngine.com. For maximum customer engagement and retention, choose CleverTap. CleverTap is a leading customer engagement and retention platform that helps digital brands maximize lifetime value. Over 8,000 apps around the world, including Vodafone, Star, and Sony, trust CleverTap to improve user engagement, boost retention, and fuel long-term revenue growth. Learn more at clevertap.com. That's clevertap.com. Miami is more than beaches, palm trees, and fun in the sun. It's home every year to the Miami Book Fair, celebrating its 39th year of hosting authors and readers from around the world, November 13th through the 20th. Join us in downtown Miami at the Wolfson campus of Miami Day College. Connect with over 500 authors reading from their books in English, Spanish, French, and Creole, answering questions and signing hard copies. The 2022 edition of the Miami Book Fair welcomes everyone of all ages to come together, meet, and make new friends, exchange ideas, and discover one's next favorite author. Let's explore, discover, and learn together. Featured authors will include award-winning novelists Anthony Horowitz, Ben Mesrich, Craig Johnson, Danny Shapiro, Elena Shapiro, Jimmy Attenberg, poet Sandra Cisneros, 
and authors writing about the trending topics of the day. Lisa Genova, Jerry Stahl, Marie Brenner, Mark Kurlansky, Samantha Cole, Stacey Schiff, Katie Tour, and many others. For more information, please visit MiamiBookFair.com. Follow the fair at Miami Book Fair and join the conversation hashtag Miami Book Fair 2022. Google says that it's going, you don't need to submit websites because Google will discover you, provided mm-hmm. there's a way for Google to, to get to the site, uh, a link from another page. <laughs> now, Google expects people to find your page and link to it because your content is good and relevant to theirs. And, you know, they're going to link to you because it's beneficial to their users. But how are they supposed to find you if they don't even know you exist and you're not in the damn search engine because there's no links to your page? I mean, Google made this quandary. Mm-hmm. They, they made this quandary and then they put webmasters into it and made webmasters, um, for want of a better word, well, they, they made webmasters violate their guidelines Yeah, by creating the system that designed to prompt them to violate their guidelines. Yeah, and now they're going to have to try and get themselves out. And I do see a day in the probably not too distant, but, but distant enough future, basically like not 2022, but at some point before 2030, um, a sort of linkless, um, you know, sort of, sort of system. Like if they want us not building links, then links just need to be a thing that people follow because you get traffic from them. They, they can't be a search signal. Like if you don't want people to build them, that's what it's got to be. Um, so we'll, we'll, we'll see how this, how this all rolls out and we'll see, you know, then it would be a battle just to produce good content, right? But so, Google would need to be strong enough at their systems um, to actually understand what the best content is. And, and that'll be an interesting day. So for our young um, generation um, Z uh, listeners, as Dave was saying, just around the time that the earth totally <laughs> burns and is absolutely uninhabitable, you will have a Google that isn't manipulating you with links. <laughs> and that'll be cool. Perfect. And that'll be very cool. You know what else? I mean, like, what gets, like, like I was saying earlier, it kind of burns me that they put people in the position where, the, where just just to get discovered in the first place, you got to, you know, play fast and loose with the guidelines. This has been on the books for a long time, but it, 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 it came out um, in, a, in an answer to a question. Now, John Mueller answered a question by basically talking about Google has the... Um, if many large many large companies have both organic uh, placements and a big slew of Google AdWords, mm-hmm. if Google gets you violating the guidelines frequently enough, without warning, they'll just like nuke your AdWords account. Mm. Now it doesn't happen often. This is it, it, like incredibly rare, but it's there. <laughs> it's if, if you 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 screw around, find out, that sort of thing. Um, this is the find out part. The ultimate is your AdWords account gets gets hacked, gone. Um, that was over at uh, SE Roundtable. Barry published that, I think, this morning. Um, I know for a fact that it happens in reverse. If you, if you mess with um, your Google Ad um, guidelines too badly, if you try to advertise prohibited weapons, try to get around it by using um, organic landing or using placing different materials on your landing page that also happen to be ranking well organically, they will kill your organic campaign. They will swamp you in the, in the rankings. 
I got a client to whom it is currently happening, in fact. Oh, lucky you. Well, lucky, lucky you're meeting them. <laughs> um, um, now, now, and and then the weird, this client is one of the best clients they've ever worked with. Honest to goodness, they know their website backwards and forwards. They know Google backwards and forwards, and they know SEO. So it's not like I have to to you know, in a really embarrassed way, said, "Well, you know, it's kind of sort of your own damn fault that this is happening. You know, it's not my fault. Don't blame me. It's your own damn fault." Yeah. They understand that already, <laughs> um, which makes which makes my explanations much easier. Right. It's funny. I, I had a, well, not funny, but yeah, I, I've had a similar, I had a client sort of join us and still with us years later, um, but come in basically going, yeah, we, we bought a bunch of bad links and now we've got a penalty. <laughs> Just like here, like they knew enough, like they knew what was going on. They knew everything. They, they knew what they'd done. And um, like it was under the advice of a, of a different SEO, but that's, you know, I actually that's love clients like that. that. Yeah um and then yeah then it just like oh okay well then good to like think of me like a doctor right like just tell me the truth and i can help you get to the end of this but um you know a, a lot faster than you know forcing me to like dig around now i know exactly where to look um so yeah i i, I it is really really nice when you're when you're working with uh, people that are just like we know what's wrong we know what we did let's just help us get to the end <laughs> like, and they're not even embarrassed about it because you know people make mistakes. It's the web; it happens. Don't yep. it's. I you also have the other clients who are the the exact other direction, right? Like, well, I didn't do that. Well, who right. did? Santa Claus? Yeah. Like so the tooth fairy? It had to be. It had to be the Easter Bunny because I know it wasn't the tooth fairy. Right. So, like, who else could it have been? Right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. That, that's. It must have just been a competitor. Mm, yeah. You know, that's not what that looks like, but. <laughs> Just like every politician who got hacked after saying something stupid on Twitter, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, so there's that. Google probably won't, but if if you piss them off enough, they will take um, extreme action without prejudice. Mm -hmm. And if they do, you know where to find them. Google was cool enough <laughs> to uh, publish a list of IP addresses for its bots. Oh, good its bots. segue, Jim. That's, that was well done. I yeah. appreciate that. <laughs> it's been one of those days. Um, what do you think about this? So, I mean, like, remember the days of the Google Dance when, when we used to watch the various data centers updating? Yeah. This isn't quite like that because you can't see it live. I mean, you could see it live time, I suppose, if, if you pinged these, um, if you could get something that corresponded with, um, like, a, rank, a, 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 a search engine result page that corresponded with these various IP addresses. At least you can tell who's who and who's been there. Yeah, no, I, I think it's, I think it's handy. Um, like I, I can see a, a lot of cases where it's just, just works as, as sort of a, a double check um, point. Um, you know, as you know, I, I work with, um, you know, a, a JavaScript site that requires pre-rendering and stuff like knowing this sort of stuff is helpful to sort of like compare that with the log files. Like I haven't had a chance to yet now that they've released it and go, oh, okay, we've seen Googlebot come in where we haven't served it the, the right content. Um, you know, I, I assume not at this point, but I will be double checking and going, okay, let's try and map like, you know, the, the, the user agent that they're coming in with to the IP addresses and see what's, what's going on there. Um, but I, I, it's interesting cause I, I can't really see a harm on their end for that, but, um, at the same time, I, I, I do sort of half wonder 
if if they must have some other IPs they're running like second checks on. Because like I'm not a black hat, but I can see okay if I detect the IP coming in. <laughs> right? Like You'd this is actually to. simpler than user agent. It's like, okay, as soon as it comes in from this IP, dump this at it. Um you know, it, 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 I, I do wonder if they they have a, a checks and balances in place to go. Okay, here here's some that aren't on that. Let's show them this list so that they don't look over here, um, and then come in as like a, a different crawler or something like that just to see. Um, well, you sure know, showing the same thing. If uh, if anybody was wondering why Google might release this list, Dave might have a point. Um, instead of it being char- uh, Shark Week, it's Chum Week over at Google. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Now we'll find the black hats. Um. Yeah. Um, so yes, yeah, it was. It was definitely it was spam week at Google. It just stands to reason. Um, it's a honey trap. One big ass honey <laughs> trap. Yeah. Well, and it would be one of the things that would be interesting about it. Like, if all of a sudden, and I'm not saying they will, but just something that that, that occurs to me, if all of a sudden some of the pre-rendering systems went, oh, okay, or or people running their own like puppeteer or whatever went, oh, okay, let's let's use use IP to to trigger this. You know that that could be interesting. Um, there might actually be an additional signal that Google could use to go, okay, let's come in as something else. Let's see that it's not the same, but actually move like because they could very, very quickly be able to detect and go, okay, first, <clears throat> is it JavaScript? <laughs> like, oh, okay. And then know to render it um, and do a comparison there between between the two to, to maybe fine tune their their JavaScript um, rendering capabilities, which right now I, I get they're better than I could do by leaps and bounds because that's not my thing, but they're not good. Well, I mean, okay, maybe they're good, but they they're, there's a lot of stuff that they're not doing right now. So maybe they're they're building systems like that to sort of like second guess that in the background in the real world because i'm sure in their test servers they're doing just fine because they keep saying we can do that i'm like no but i remember <laughs> in like 2005 when you said that about flash right like um and then you just gave up on that altogether i don't think they're giving up on javascript though no but you know now that you mention it that just sort of there was a story that we didn't cover a couple of weeks ago. It might have, might have been from last week where uh, a journalist were reporting that the um, veracity and uh, usefulness of Google results has been declining recently. Mm-hmm. Could it be that more sites are, are, um, are using Java and Google just can't quite figure it out? You know, I, I think it could be, and they could be using it and not knowing. And and I'm going to go back to, I can't even remember which, it's like last year, um, episode of Search Off the Record um, was on. And this is just an example, uh, was there was a site that they were talking about, John Mueller and Martin uh, Split were, were discussing where the comment section wasn't being indexed. It was being pulled in. Um, it was JavaScript. And so the comments were not being indexed. It wasn't a, a huge <laughs> deal, but it's just like this was was what was going on. Um, and, and then you sort of carry that forward and go, oh, OK, right. Like there, there's other elements of pages that could be coming in as CMS become more and more sophisticated um, and have more and more moving parts. And you're all of a sudden putting some elements Heck, I, I had one on a WordPress site that's using JavaScript for a quiz page, and right, like where just different elements of the page aren't being indexed. Um, now, in that case, I didn't care, and we just abandoned it. Well, it didn't abandon it; just went. Yep, that part of the page doesn't matter. It's just like a little quiz at the end of like a, a long form piece of content. You don't actually care that it gets gets indexed or or crawled. Um, but that's just another example that these comments where yeah, they could be missing big chunks. 
um, of, of some, some core elements of people's sites where they don't know. And I, I can't name some off the top of my head, but I can say I've seen them very recently where sections of pages will, will just be missing. Just past what, that, I'd have to give a specific example that would tell a little too much. What if Google isn't rendering or is screwing up the rendering of, say, something important like reviews? That could actually have real implications on a site. That's a great example and exactly something that could be because it would be script driven. Um, like, I mean, it wouldn't have to be, but most but of the it's time, very possible. It's very likely, in fact. Exactly. Um, so, I mean, so that serves as a, as a wonderful example of, of a core piece of content that, that could be could be missing in a, in a JavaScript environment if they're not doing rendering properly and if you're not doing pre-rendering properly um, because you went, they said they can do this, so let's not bother. Um, so anyway, I think these sorts of things could be interesting or it might just be that they're like, yeah, you can't really do any damage. Um, so let's throw these these things out there. Let's hold a couple back just in case and see if like the Black Hats figure something else new out to do with this. But, um, you know, I, I think there there is some usefulness that could be in there. Um, I've already um, sent the link to, to one of the developers um, that I work with and gone, I'm not sure what we're going to do with this, but let's chat about it next time we're talking and see if we can sort of brainstorm something um, to work with on it. Now, another reason content mightn't get indexed, and this definitely <laughs> applies to the comment section. Um, <laughs> just, um, I'm not, I, this is a bad segue, but I should, I should have done that. Um, sometimes, sometimes Google says it won't, uh, it isn't going to uh, index your content because it's not worthwhile. So only content that's deemed worthwhile is going to get indexed by Google. Now, I don't think that's as stark or as, um, I don't know what's the right word, um, judgy as, as it sounds. Um, I think Google's saying something like, say you got a uh, store and some of the products in the store have like been discontinued or something and you haven't updated that page in like a gajillion years and everyone knows it's out of stock and it says it's out of stock and you're still serving the page up and it's useless. That's the kind of stuff I think Google means. What do, there's no litmus test for um, worthwhile though, is there? No, well, I mean, I guess there is the litmus test is drop it into search console, wait until your like enough time has passed that something would be indexed at Leo, because you can see your crawl and go, well, not indexed. Like, okay, well, the so that's, that's Google's definition. What, is, what do they mean by that, though? <laughs> yeah, you're, you're right. Um, and, and a big part of the problem here, too, is Google gets it wrong. Uh, you have one unheard message. Hi, I was calling Current, the influencer marketing platform, but I think I just got redirected to a bunch of people listening to a podcast. Well, anyways, I was calling Current because I was told they could help get my brand set up on TikTok Shop and even build out an affiliate program of content creators promoting my brand and even have those content creators go on live streams and promote my product there. Wow. <laughs> I could really use Current. <laughs> I also heard that the brands they work with are making millions in sales. I guess I'll just go to their website at current.tech. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. 
With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. And Ed, we've all seen examples. I'm- when you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I'm just challenging a site that, that has this example now where they're going like, you know, where we actually had duplicate content and they're indexing both copies of the page. It was an accident and they, they were indexing both and driving traffic to both and driving significant huh. traffic, but different traffic to both. And then they actually have useful pages that are not, and they're seen as indexed to other pages that are completely not like them, right? Like where they're just, they're just messing stuff up there. So their understanding of what is an important piece of content isn't necessarily rock solid. Um, this I, I've only seen this on on larger sites, but I can see what they're talking about. You think of a, you know, okay, I've, I've got this URL and then I filter, you know, I filter, change the filter and it changes the URL because it's using, you know, some sort of parameter in the URL to change it from like the ones we want you to see to alphabetical, you know, or, or whatever. And then all of a sudden the URL changes. It's technically a new page and Google, rightfully, if even if you have canonical go, we don't really care about that new one. Right, like we care about the one, we don't care about the five other that are all based on like filters and stuff like that. That happened to be a new URL. So, uh, well, I know you say you don't care about it. Why do you keep driving one or two visitors in that three month period <laughs> to it, driving me crazy? In, indeed, even if I've done everything right. right. Yeah, yeah. Um, honestly, honestly, this is if I if I was a younger SEO and cared about such things, I would be driven up the wall a bit by this. Yeah, fun fact just for the for the younger ones in there, um, like uh, just just coming up right now. If you do hit this scenario where like you've got a bunch of parameters in your URLs and your filters are all showing up all over the place, and you're just like, I don't care, because I've seen exactly what you're talking about. And you go into Search Console, and it's like it's not indexed, and you're like, good, but then it's still showing impressions. <laughs> like, yeah. Why is that happening? Um, if you play around in this, Jim, I know you know this, but but you'd mentioned like the, the younger people coming up. Uh, investigate your filters in Google Analytics, right? Like your, your view filters. First, before you start buggering about with filters, always create a backup view yep. <laughs> and leave it running for a while. Um, but, and maybe make edits to that backup view or like, so leave your original, your like all data, um, leave leave that alone and create a new one and 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 set up some filters and go oh, okay I know when it's got like this sort equals right or something like that just filter out your sort equals and then it'll unify all your traffic uh, or all unify all the analytics into one place um, you know many of our listeners are already know that but but some of the newer people might not now here's the deal on uh, on some uh, ecom source so some some of the newer platforms you're never going to catch all the permutations oh, and so. No. You're always, or you're not always, but you're very likely going to see one or two dribbles of uh, uh, impression, rarely click, but impression traffic um, going to the pages with like parameter strings that are just, you couldn't have even possibly thought of this parameter string. You can let it drive you crazy, or you could just sort of let it slide. <laughs> um, I choose to let it slide. Um, if it persists, if, it's a, if you got lots and lots and lots and lots of them, 
then you're getting up now you're starting to get a problem in your own data and you've got to start taking care of them taking care of it that's when you want to have a talk with your developers as, as much as you want to start digging in and, and trying to um go after any one of a zillion combinations of um referral strings that you know yeah. it could be any number if you have eight different choices the user could make on a page you can have uh, actually i don't even know the math but i'm sure we're well into the hundreds of thousands of different possible permutations yeah um isn't so again um don't let it drive you crazy unless it's a lot of traffic that's clearly going to there um and if it's impression traffic it's, it's how to say this impression traffic is real but um google only counts it if a action of some sort or another is taken whilst there so it's um how to say this it's that's their way of of of, of sort of weeding out uh bots and stuff in your in your stream but just be aware that this URL is probably being served up a little bit more frequently than you think it is. Yeah. Okay. So again, if the the the, the paid sites need to be worthwhile to be indexed, that's, that was actually the main story here. <laughs> and as we said, there's nothing that says what is and is not worthwhile. Um, I, I've I've never seen a whole site never get indexed. Have you? No, I I, I never have. Not without a penalty, right? Like, but then that's like. That that's a different a different thing altogether. Where it's like, no, you got dropped from the index, but you know what you did. Um, pages like lots of pages discovered, but not indexed. Sure. Yeah, yeah. Um, but no, I, I've never seen this specific scenario. But it, it doesn't surprise me that they would just go, mm, no. Um, whether it's right or wrong, that's a that's a, a different thing all altogether. Um, but. Um, it doesn't surprise me that they like given the complexity of the system itself that something like this would happen isn't overly surprising uh, but I suspect it it probably has their eye right now because it, it actually probably shouldn't happen like it it should at least be indexed in some way maybe not ranked for anything but it should be indexed um, at least a few of the pages now so I was thinking to trying to fashion a joke about machine learning and Google figuring this out as it goes <laughs> along and becoming this little Frankenstein's judgy little monster. Um, and actually, which I can actually see happening over time, um, especially given the, um, how to say this, if you make rules in a system um, as the system matures, those rules tend to become harder and faster, and um, there's a little bit less leeway in the in the imposition of, of, of rules. Mm -hmm. So um, we can all see why. Um, the, we'll go back to the conversation we had like like 20 minutes ago about links. We can all see why people need to build links. You, you need mm -hmm. to build links. There's no Google made the system. When 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 Google when when John Mueller is telling you don't build links, like Dave said in the back of his mind, he's going, yeah, but because <laughs> um, because you you can't have this conversation without saying that in the back, it's not possible. Um, that or you're ignoring a big section or a big big swath of needs that uh, that webmasters and websites have it, the way the system is built currently. Mm -hmm. So, a really good. Um, 
if, if somebody is going to apply a manual penalty up against link building, I think there's a heck of a lot of discretion that goes into, into their thoughts before they actually push the button on it. Right. But as time goes on and these rules become harder and faster and people forget why the rule was made in the circumstances in which the rule was made in the first place, um, you know, expect to see a much judgier sort of environment. And as machine learning, and this is this is where we get to this is this is this is where we get to the real fun. Um, as machine learning starts to inform itself, um, I'm, 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 I think this may be one of the reasons why, say, the spam um, update has been heavier handed than uh, than expected. But there's just less discretion. Yeah, and and it makes. <laughs> Butterfly effect, right? Like the more complex the system, the easier it is for one small change to ripple into big unexpected change, right? Like just that's that's gonna happen. You're like, oh, okay, like we'll just like do this like little tweak over here, but then there's like eight different algorithms that are now affecting that rely on that that sort of mm-hmm. can amplify it. I mean, or they can detract it. And, and Google's doing like a pretty good job of keeping things more or less stable in, in that environment. We don't see this too much. Um, but I, I, I do understand how this can happen. And at some point, I suspect what we're going to see, it's just my guess. Um, but if I if I was Google, I'd be building this infrastructure now is, is sort of like a predictive model, right? Like, or, or not a predictive model, but something that would look at the entire ecosystem, look at like, pull in like a hundred thousand different examples or, or something. I, I'm just making up a number of a hundred thousand. I don't know. They could pull in a hundred million. Like, it doesn't even matter. Um, but actually run some quick simulations. They'd be quick at Google because they have tens of millions of servers, I'm sure. Um, and, and and actually go, okay, this change that you're talking about here, you wouldn't see it, but it impacts this, this, and this. Like basically just sort of like do some modeling and go, okay, let's look at the algorithms as a whole and go, okay, this actually touches these, these, and these. It's going to have an amplifying effect over here. You might not see. So, you know, should we put some dampers on that or, or should we not, or at least just make the engineers aware that like a small change here could have a massive change over there. I have a feeling that's that's got to be coming. Maybe it's something that they've worked on and maybe it's just being not done perfectly. Oh, um, I'm, sh- I'm sure it's something they're used to by now. Yeah. Good Lord. Because um, um, could you imagine a small, I mean, even, even years ago, um, even, ever since Florida, in fact, when uh, Google, when Google um, came out with their unified theory of the entire web, we have a dossier <laughs> on everything and it's all connected somehow. Yeah. That, I mean, that was the basic, the basic premise of Florida was it's all connected, man. It's like, it's, it's cosmic. Um <laughs> And that's why it freaks out so much because that's why Google goes to Burning Man, you know. That's right. That they were that's that's, that's how this that's how these algorithms are, are updates are informed. Lots of psychedelics <laughs> and Teletubbies. Um, but uh, uh, ever since ever ever since then, they have to have um, been been thinking through the implications of the, the butterfly effect in one small change here could have enormous implications down the road there. Mm-hmm. Um, and nice segue into another another story. Um, Google recently announced that not quite yet, but soon in the future, machine written content is going to be a okay. Mm-hmm. Um, well, 
as a content creator, I thought, oh, now they come for us. And there's going to be nobody around to write about it because the machine ain't saying nothing. Right. Um, but yeah, the um, as, as a content creator, this naturally worries me. As a web user, this naturally worries me. Um, and as an SEO, I can see all sorts of ways this should worry me. <laughs> um, I'm worried, Dave. Yeah. Yeah, well, it's, it's fair enough. And I mean, at the same time, like I, I read that and I'm like, okay. Okay, Google. Uh, like because saying machine written content may be okay. My first instinct was, well, you better say that because you're doing it. <laughs> like, and we can see the trajectory you're on, and you're going to be doing it much more in the future. So, of course, you're going to have to open the door for the rest of us. And then that got me thinking further: who has more to invest in NLP? Like, just like watching Google AI and what they're doing right now their research in this area in creating their own content to, to display and understanding how people lay it out on a page. So their data source is beyond what anybody else would have access to. Like they have a data pool um, beyond anything that anybody else could touch is having machine written content, a threat to them like or, or, or a threat to, to us. Not really, because I, I think Google's sort of looking at it going, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's very cute that you're trying some machine written content, but if it was worth doing, we'd have already done it. <laughs> and like, we'll, we'll already be doing it. So I think actually Google themselves are the bigger threat than somebody like, and, and I say this, you know, with, with, with much respect, because I don't, this isn't his core area, but he's, he's somebody that I was watching uh, speak yesterday as Andrea Bolpini from WordLift. Uh, but oh, like, sure. somebody yeah. like him who uses automation and studies a lot, GTP3 and NLP, and like he studies all of this stuff um, quite a bit. Um, you know, having somebody like him, but more focused on content and, and less focused on, on tools going in and, and automating some of these things, I don't think they're the threat um, to, to somebody like you, right? Who's, who's a content producer or somebody like me, who's an SEO. I think the threat comes in from Google going, what do we need your stuff for? Um, we'll, we'll, we'll just show it what, what we want on ours. We're going to try and not even bother having them click through to some machine learning content. I mean, I know if I was Google and I saw machine generated content, I'd go, well, I guess we can just grab that and throw it up on the search result page, right? Like, Okay. That's what people want. So there, there it is. Um, so yeah, I, I think the threat's coming. It is from machines from, from an SEO content production standpoint, but I, I don't think it's from other people producing content with machines. I, I think it more, I'm not talking about automation and, and useful useful aspects of SEO. I mean, actually machine generated content. I don't think they're the big threat as opposed to Google actually providing that threat. But I, I could very well be proven wrong. Again, for, for our listeners who aren't regular listeners, I also didn't think Twitter was going to be a thing. <laughs> like, <laughs> my, here's my fear, dude. Like seriously, the weaponization of uh, machine written content. Um, volume. Okay. Volume, how to say this, volume alone isn't going to win you the search battle. Quality wins you the search battle, certainly. Yeah. But you can produce a, a, a crap ton of quality with a lot of volume. Um, you can yeah. produce a crap ton of crappy content, too. Um, I'm honestly concerned about just the overwhelming ability of machine, of, of machines to spit out tons and tons of content so much faster than 
um, well, than, than, than humans can. And I'm worried about the degradation of the environment and uh, entering an arms race that, that we simply can't win as a content creator or as an SEO. We just simply can't win unless you're doing it as well. One of the things I, I, I foresee happening, and I, I'm going to guess like along this tangent in, I'm going to go 2024, um, 2025, so something in, in that scope um, would be machines, us, us creating machines that produce the framework, right? Rather than us going in and doing all of this like tedious research going, oh, okay, what sections? Oh, okay, what's my people also asked? Oh, okay, what's like what's the layout of the page um, on a Google search result over like a bunch of related queries? Okay, what sort of elements are on the page? Like that stuff could be easily um, automated by, by a machine and just thrown together on a page and then grabbing snippets from around the web going, okay, here's like what I've got. Here's some citations. We're going to manufacture all these facts, put them onto the page, but then actually bringing in like a subject, like where it may, it may, if, if I'm right, elevate, go, okay, you can't just throw together crap content anymore, right? Like you, you, you can't just do that anymore because now it's, to your point, now we're dealing with just an arms race of crap content, right? Like we, we've all seen that, right? Like, I mean, heck, you can see that human written and we all, I won't list any sites to be mean to them, but, um, you know, we, we, we all click on those links frequently by accident or on purpose because you're like, oh, what is, oh God, I knew that was exactly, <laughs> I, I've been to this site, I, I hate this site, um, yeah. anyway, but you click through to it anyway, and it could be written by a machine, it wouldn't change my experience, <laughs> that, that would be totally fine, um, but bringing in subject matter experts at that point going, okay, this is an expert on travel, okay, this is an expert on machine learning, this is an expert on medical. Okay. They come in and fill in the gaps. They come in and add that, that element, but starting with this framework of here's all that, like 80% that was just going to be filler that you now need to word like a human would, like you need to refine, put your own flair on it. Um, but now fill in the gaps, find the thing that the machine will only produce what a machine can produce. And that's only going to be the same as the next machine. I mean, maybe not exactly the same, right? They're different machines, but we're all going to be arms racing it to, to use your analogy, which is a great one to it's all going to be kind of the same. You want to be 10% better. You need to bring in a subject matter expert to add that in. Now you have to keep on that because the machines are quickly going to grab your stuff. <laughs> Start extrapolating all the data out of yours. But um, I, I have a feeling that's probably more the angle we'll be going is the machine coming in and creating the framework. I'm not saying people aren't just going to spew up machine driven dribble, but they've been doing that for like 20 years now. Um, you know, but but actually just producing this like framework where you and I would build templates, but just going, okay, let's just automate how, how the, 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 the sort of data gets dumped in and maybe even start to write this um, using some, some, some good, um, you know, processing systems, machine language systems and going, oh, okay, let's, let's get this put in. Basically, it's going to be completely different, but where we just need a high level editor rather than, you know, and, and subject matter editor of this, rather than having to have somebody come in and like an SEO figure out what the sections are and, and stuff like that. So maybe the SEO is now just more like a, well, an Andrea Volpini. <laughs> it's just a machine learning guy who sits there and goes, I build the templates. Um, so well, how, how clarity, currently clarity is everything with Google. Mm -hmm. Like, um, Google wants as much definition and as um, clear an explanation as possible. So machine learning doesn't worry me too much because currently machine learning generated content doesn't worry me terribly because let's face it, machine learning, as, as you said, isn't 
as um, rapidly advanced or as available as um, um, you, 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 you can't even buy it off. You can't buy a machine learning uh, augmented writing computer off Amazon currently, but maybe 10 years from now you can. Um, no, and I mean, all anybody needs to do, and you know what, there's some online ones. If you just look up like doll, D-A-L-L dash E, like dolly, um, if you just look it up and then try and basically what it'll do is you can put in some some like a, a language, like here's exactly what I want to see, an avocado sitting on a couch, right? Like you, you, could, you could do that and it will try and generate what it thinks that is. If you're really, really worried about machines, just drop in there in, into any of the sites that, that, that will produce it for you there, you know, you can do it yourself, but, and, and, and get improved results, but just fire something in there, see what it comes up with and go contact me again and tell me how scared you are at how smart machines are. <laughs> <laughs> it, like, it, it is fascinating. Some of the things they come up with, but um, you know, one of my um, peers had, had shared with me, it was actually Andrea that um, like, they can't count past three, right? Like we're at these kinds of levels, right? Like where, yes, it, like, like I understand the numbers it can, but when it's trying to like put things into images and stuff, it's not going to, it was using, I don't think it was using Dolly for that, but it, it couldn't get past three. It couldn't go more than three cats. You could ask it for four cats, five cats. It couldn't do it. Um, so that's sort of the level we're at. I don't think we're at any astronomical level of threat that, um, you know, people might be, be, be concerned about. Again, I, I'm talking 2023, 2024 here. I'm not talking like 2030, <laughs> like when, when, you know, there, there may be some, some significant threats um, for our industry in this area, but um, I think we're, I think we're pretty safe for, for the foreseeable future. Some people got more immediate problems, Dave. It's true. <laughs> Believe it or not. Um, for instance, if you have been hosting your site through uh <laughs> site and laugh. Yeah. <laughs> Well, you don't know which site at SiteGround, do you? Um, for you, it's funny. Um, but if you're at SiteGround, uh, this problem that... Okay, so the hosting company, SiteGround, has, for some reason, all their sites have dropped out of Google. It's probably an issue with the DNS. It started on Monday, and... Um, it's Thursday today. The continue the, the problem is continuing and everybody is passing the ball back and forth. No one is able to see the problem clearly enough to take or um, delineate responsibility for it. So SiteGround says they don't got a problem. Then SiteGround says, well, we do got a problem, but it's not our problem. It's Google's problem. Then Google says, yeah, no, it's not us. Uh, it's you. Um, and so then SiteGround says, no, it's not us at all. Um, it's Amazon Web Services' fault. It's all Amazon's fault. Go after them. And, um, well, now the clients of SiteGround are going, we don't care whose fault it is. Just and, and no one solved it yet. That's where we're at. Yeah. And I mean... Yeah, I, I I only chuckled, and it's funny because it's it's something you'll remember the the time, and I remember the time, but that's because you know we 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 go back far enough in in SEO history to when GoDaddy had a similar issue. They just blocked Googlebot, though. That was like a totally different thing that they went and probably went. Oops, <laughs> not really thinking ahead, going. We need to stop this bandwidth drain, and then went. Oh, that'll really stop it, all right? Because all of our clients have lost traffic. Um, 
So I guess that, that really did work for them. Um, yeah, this is, is just ridiculous. Um, like I, I saw the, we believe the problem is either Googlebot's crawler service. No, no. Just one, one quick check around the web. Like, is Barry Schwartz reporting that the entire web is in an outrage because Googlebot's crawler service is down? Because that's what would happen if it was Googlebot's crawler service. It wouldn't just be <laughs> you. Right? Like, it'd be like, oh, okay, I guess the web doesn't exist. Well, I guess it'd be more a, I guess the web doesn't update anymore. Right. I mean, that's that that would be that. And, and, and Googlebot just doesn't think we're, we're there. Um, and then to move it to Amazon again, it's an easy check. <laughs> like our other sites and, and other companies that are hosting through Amazon Web Services down. I can tell you the answer. It is no. <laughs> so now we circle back. It may be that it's in part because their DNS is misconfigured at Amazon or, or something like that. Like, I don't know what the, the source of their problem is, um, but. I mean, you know what? It's just hitting me. Maybe this IP list will help them though. <laughs> Maybe they'll go anything <laughs> from this JSON IP list. We need to let through. Um, yeah, I, I think it's it's ridiculous. It's it's crazy ridiculous that this has been for going it's on worth, for more than a couple hours. The techies, a couple of days. I mean, this is this days. Yeah. Uh, this, the, the techies at SiteGround have done. Uh, it's not like they're not trying. Eh? They're they're mm -hmm. running every test they can think of. Um, they've they say they've thoroughly audited all their dnss there's no blocking on their end there's nothing that prevents crawling um they don't see anything in their logs that uh suggests the system the issue was on their systems like you it could be a misconfiguration of one stupid little thing at amazon or at google or at uh siteground whatever anyway if you are a siteground customer um I don't know what to advise you. Um, yeah. uh, um, you might want to think about even even think about good at this point. <laughs> <laughs> just just because you know. Okay, we have this is a very important. We got a hard stop at uh, uh, the top of the hour because we have uh, uh, another show coming in. Before we go, I want to note the uh, changes at Keyword Planner, Google Keyword Planner, because I think this is, these are good. Uh, they're important, and um, it makes Keyword Planner like actually more useful. Keyword Planner, you're going to be able to see year-over-year -year change, three-month changes, and three-month trending types. So Google's giving you a greater span of information on various you know keywords and keyword combinations. Um, I think I have to thank you, Google, I think. Yeah, I know. Isn't this great? Um... Yeah, I, I love this change. I love being able to see my change. Like, there's always been ways to get it. Um, but I, I think for just everyday users who aren't like, you know, maybe going into Data Studio and creating different stuff or, or whatever your, you know, main, I use Data Studio, but whatever your, your love visualization oh tool might be. Um, but I, I think this is, this is just absolutely great and super convenient. Um, to have just right in there to give you an understanding of because just because something's going up right now doesn't mean that it's actually as good as you might think when you so it's nice to be able to compare with last year in the same thing I, I built dashboards just to do something like this for for organic traffic and stuff so I love that they're building it um, right in there and I must say I actually I really really appreciate the um, keywords that Barry is using in his example here uh, samosa Drugs, medication. I mean, I can. I'm down. I understand that. <laughs> and now um, I'm hungry for lunch, and you know what? It's rolling on twelve where I am, it, and I think it, I might go for a samosa. It is. Um, 
before we go, am I wrong to when 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 I say thanks, Google? Am I am I wrong to think what's the catch? <laughs> what are you about to take away from me? Uh, <laughs> I mean, thanks, Google. Um, where's the other shoe, and where does it drop? Okay, that's we've gone full circle, like totally around the clock. Um, this is kind of a sad week in the SEO world. Um, goodbye, John. I, uh, if anybody out there has a has a story about John Kirkhat that they can share, please. We we are looking for stories actively right now because we would like to memorialize him properly. Friends, uh, COVID's real. Um, it's uh, it's still taking people in in our society, and we still have the means to beat it. Get vaccinated and do the right things, especially as we go into into the with the winter months. Lastly, friends, be kind, be nice rank well and be good to each other uh we will talk to you next week the opinions expressed in this wmr.fm program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of the staff and management of wmr.fm any rebroadcast republication or retransmission of this program without proper consent is prohibited